Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriotti, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriotti has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, Freedom to Retire. One way that people have been trying to counteract the effects of the market is, uh, well, a lot of people could be sitting on a lot of cash right now and don't actually want to put it back into the market. Some banks, and uh, they're offering CDs and money market rates in the 5% range. So, Jim, I have to wonder, is that the best place to put cash right now, or, or do you have a better way to beat the bank? Well, Chris, even though we're, we're going through this period of higher than normal inflation, yeah, it's still satisfying for a lot of investors to see uh, these rates back up in that 4 to 5% range uh, being offered again. But it's important that everyone kind of keeps in the back of their mind um, that, you know, years ago they said, Jim, I was only getting 1% on the, on the money at the bank. And that's because we had really low levels of inflation at that point. And I, I think that, you know, a lot of people occasionally ask me if I know of anything that's, you know, better than what the banks are offering. And, and there are a couple of places to put money these days other than the bank. Uh, to keep money liquid and available and sometimes get better rates. Um, sometimes uh, there's uh, uh, these money market mutual funds. They're, right now, they're usually paying even stronger rates than what the banks are paying us. Uh, these accounts, you got to be a little careful. They don't carry that FDIC insurance like the banks do, mm-hmm. but they do invest in things like U.S. Uh, treasuries and other um, high-quality fixed-income securities. Um, and investors can also look into uh, just regular good old U.S. Treasury bonds. Um, and you just want to keep in mind that the value of these bonds can fluctuate up and down uh, until they actually mature. So don't get into them if you if you really need to cash them out sooner than their maturity date. Um, and the, the other positive to that is that the uh, the interest income from Treasury bonds um, is exempt from state and local taxes. Oh. And that tax savings could really make you know a big difference, for, uh, especially for our listeners there in New Jersey who have higher state taxes, or even our listeners right in the city of uh, Philadelphia who may have higher um, uh, local um, city-related taxes. Um, so that might be a big help there. Um, and then there are also these fixed annuities that that you, where you can lock in an interest rate, typically for something like three, five, or seven years. Um, and these are offering somewhere in that mid 5% range. Um, and those are the types, remember, that don't have the annual fees, those fixed annuities. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, yeah, when you think about it, there's no excuse to have large sums of money just collecting dust in, in these checking accounts or these low interest bearing uh, savings accounts at banks, especially when it just takes about 15 or 20 minutes to open up a, a different account someplace else and transfer the money. Chris, you know, and, and it makes all the sense in the world. Sure, if you have your money parked in cash or on, on the sidelines, yes, you are protected from um, market fluctuation. But at the same time, inflation, even though it has trickled down a bit, it's always going to be a factor. It's always been a factor. So the buying power of your dollar uh, decreases over time. So there's something to be said about having uh, a bit of money accessible for liquidity. But you do need that growth potential, and and, and just parking on the sidelines is not the way to go. Yeah, you have got to be keeping up with inflation. Otherwise, you are literally losing purchasing power. Uh, and any folks who have been listening to our show for a while, they've heard me talk about how uh, I tell the story about how puzzled some people are with other people that they work with. They say, Jim, uh, I'm working with them. They're making the same amount of money. 
how are they getting wealthier and wealthier? And I, I've told this story a bunch of times um, uh, in previous shows, especially the guy uh, named Rob, we'll call him Rob from Phoenixville. Let's give him a better name. Let's call him Too Busy Rob. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, he didn't seem to really understand how his coworker, Jerry, was able to retire in his late 50s. Okay. And, and the part that confused Rob uh, the most um, was that, you know, about uh, Jerry in particular. Let's call him Wealthy Jerry, just for the story here. Wealthy Jerry. Okay. Uh, they had the same exact job. They had the same exact pay. They were coworkers. Uh, and they were co-workers for 30 years. And they were such good friends that Jerry had shared some of his personal financial information with Rob over the years. And mm -hmm. they would compare notes and see where they were at. And what really um, puzzled Rob the most was that he felt that Jerry wasn't even the brightest bulb <laughs> in the room either. But somehow Jerry managed to accumulate a large, you know, just a, a nice sum of money. Uh, so it turns out that, that Jerry, he was just a, a bit more in tune with his money over the past 30 years than Rob had been. In fact, uh, Rob had admitted that his lifestyle just had him exhausted between the busy work schedule. Uh, he, Jim, I have a million things on my plate. If I were to you know, I, you know, list everything, you'd be here all day if I told you everything going on. Uh, but Jerry uh, would also say that he had a million things on his plate too. I mean, look, we're all busy. When you think about it, you know, we all have a million things on our plate, don't we? Mm -hmm. it, it all boils down to simple math on how Jerry, wealthy Jerry, was able to grow his retirement savings so remarkably. Uh, and, and Jerry, what he did is he just paid attention to interest rates. And while millions of Americans, just like Rob, were letting money sit and accumulate in these bank accounts because they were too busy to do anything about it, Jerry... Uh, and many and millions of others were using short term investments just to also keep this money relatively uh, liquid, but also positioning better for, for more, a little bit more growth than what the banks had been offering. And Rob and Jerry, they were both contributing to their 401ks and the, you know, the same percentage. They were literally going tit for tat, um, both adding uh, money there, but they were also adding money outside of their 401k uh, because uh, they were maxing it out. And what Rob was doing, he was just letting the money stockpile in the bank, just a mountain of cash there in the checking and savings accounts. And you got to watch a lot of these savings accounts, just the regular ones, they're paying, you know, something like, um, you know, 0.1% interest. They're not like the high yield ones. And the bank is all happy to give you, you know, 0.1, uh, believe me. So Rob was letting money stockpile in the bank, checking and savings, was barely making anything. Jerry, on the other hand, he was averaging about 4% on his liquid money over the years. And when Rob did the calculations, he figured um, that $1,000 a month going in, so that's 12 grand a year at 4%, he said that's only around 480 bucks a year of interest. And that's true. So Rob, he didn't wanna bother because he was just too busy doing other things to focus on just making a measly $480 of interest. But what happened was that money compounded mm -hmm. over the years for wealthy Jerry, so now that same bank account uh, where, where he was, uh, where Jerry was using other sorts of instruments, the same account, um, that was worth around 700 grand, whereas Too Busy Rob, he had just amassed around 300 grand. And look, folks, it, it's just a fact that most 80-year-olds today are more wealthy than most 30-year-olds, okay? It seems kind of <laughs> obvious. Most 60-year-olds, yeah. most they're more wealthy than most 40-year-olds here in our greater Philadelphia community. 
And it's not because the 60 year olds got lucky and and hit big on some stock. It's because they found the time to pay attention to their finances. And most importantly, when, you know, they came to the understanding that, um, you know, that that money has a way of compounding over time. So long story short, you just don't want you don't want to be one of those too busy robs uh, where you keep telling yourself you'll get around to it. And uh, yeah, you may be leaving uh, you know, too much money just sitting idle, not allowing it to compound over time at stronger rates. And this is especially true for the thousands of people listening today who may be sitting in those stable value funds in their 401k or those low paying um, bond funds because interest rates have really decimated bond funds lately. Uh, you may very well be missing out on a substantial opportunity to get your balances growing at a much stronger pace. Uh, and you could do that by uh, by just processing a tax-free rollover into an IRA, or which is going to handle an investment account that could be much better suited for you and have much stronger rates. And a financial advisor like myself, who's also an accredited investment fiduciary, I'd be more than happy to share some ideas or at least get the conversation started uh, with you. And that conversation would be completely complimentary with me personally, and I'd love to chat with you. So the number to reach my office to set up a time to chat with me later in the week is 610-894-7415. That's 610-894-7415. Because I want all of my listeners, I want... Uh, you know, even the listeners that are juggling a million things in their life right now, running this errand and that errand, maybe you're in the car, you just got to carve out some time because we want to we want to be more like that wealthy Jerry, Chris. Definitely shift the, the odds in your favor, you know, uh, uh, to go from a, a Rob to a Jerry. That's not really a saying, but in this case, it really <laughs> is making, you know, your money work harder for you. That is that is really what it's all about, especially as you get closer and closer to retirement. 610-894-7415 for that complimentary conversation with Jim and see how to tip the odds in your favor. You can go online as well, retirereadyfg.com. Uh, and then, you know, it comes to the, the spending portion when you enter into retirement, and even successful comedians have problems letting go with the money they've earned. Here's what uh, Sebastian Maniscalco told the Conan O'Brien podcast. I'm reading this book called Die With Zero, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm having an issue with uh, spending money. I don't know what to spend like I, I like I didn't I grew up working middle class right uh, money was a huge topic in our house and it was always save save your money because you don't know if your tongue is gonna fall out <laughs> and you can't do this anymore now I know that obviously there is a mental shift between you know not going to work anymore versus you know the, the nine to five that people have been doing but also uh, having those paychecks stop and then watching the money that they've saved, you know, start to to spend down. Have you had conversations with clients that are afraid of spending that money that they've they've saved for retirement? Oh, you better believe it. And uh, yeah, Sebastian, he's one of my favorite comedians. Mm -hmm. I saw him live uh, three times so far, and I want to see him again. But nice. he's making a great point here, and I think it's a great topic of, of discussion for for any financial show because um, you know just you know so many of our listeners have generated and uh, amassed just a substantial amount of money for their retirement. And a, a lot of our listeners today are in their 60s or 70s. They have their homes completely paid off, no mortgage. Um, their kids are out of the house. Um, they've already put their kids through college, they, so they don't have those big tuition expenses any longer. And uh, they, you know, folks have been really spent the last several years focusing on themselves and building their, their retirement nest eggs up to nice levels. And not to mention, Geez, the, the past 12 years have been absolutely amazing 
when it comes to how much the stock market has bloomed and and just built up our retirement account balances. Mm -hmm. And so now here we are. So many people have accumulated a million bucks, two million, three million, four million. Uh, and now what? And look, I've personally spoken with folks who have just come right out and said they're petrified to spend any of their money. They're, they have their Social Security coming in and maybe a very small pension, maybe from a job they had back in the 1980s. Um, and then they have their 401ks. And sometimes the conversation goes something like this. Jim, I don't want to touch this money. The, the market's growing so much. I, I just want to see how much more these investments can grow. And then when the market's down, people say, Jim, no way. I don't want to touch it now. <laughs> things, things are going down. I mm -hmm. want to let it grow back. And then maybe uh, when it gets, it gets back to XYZ level, then maybe I'll use some of it to, to buy a new car. And then when the market starts growing back again, people don't want to touch it again to, to get the new car because it's going up uh, and they want to see how much more it can grow. So it's this nonstop, endless cycle. Meanwhile, here people are, years are going by of their retirement, good years of their retirement. And, and people are just living off of that same Social Security and small pension. And they're still driving that 18-year-old car, Chris. <laughs> I can understand the, the reluctance to want to kill the, uh, the proverbial goose that's laying the golden egg. If the market's doing really well, then you know, why would you want to stop? Why would you walk away from the, the blackjack table if you've got a hot hand? Here's the thing. Will winning one more hand, will having a, you know, let's say a, a 5 to 6% return on one year, uh, you know, will that change the overall quality of your retirement? Possibly, but probably not. On the other side of it, if you if you lose, if the dealer hits double blackjack or, you know, you see a 20% drawdown on your, your nest egg, is that going to affect your retirement? Probably. So there, there's definitely a mental shift that, that needs to happen when it comes to entering into retirement and say it is okay to to scale back on, on the risk that you're taking. Uh, yeah, exactly. Is it worth going for a couple extra percentage points to risk losing 40%? And, and uh, we can't say that'll never happen because it has happened mm -hmm. and it's quite likely very well may in the future. But look, you know, some people, especially folks in their 60s and 70s, um, they give a rationale for it. They'll still they'll t tell me something like, Jim, uh, you have to understand the way I was raised as a kid. Um, and they'll say, you know, people in their 60s and 70s, a lot of their parents were raised and grew up through the through the Great Depression. Yep. Um, and they'll say, Jim, look, I didn't have much growing up. My family was was middle middle working class and we barely had enough resources to get myself and my brothers and sisters through school. And, you know, my parents saved everything they could. So, uh, you know, just so, you know, you know, and they figured they'd fall in those same footsteps and save as much as they could, um, uh, you know, just to copy that sort of model. And so when I meet with folks who share that same background. Um, what I love to do to help them is just setting up ways to enjoy some of the assets that you've worked so hard uh, while also trying to keep your principal protected. And there's so many financial instruments out there these days um, that can help you in generating a monthly income. And for my listeners who are, you know, in their 60s or 70s, let's take a walk down memory lane uh, just for a quick minute. Think about when you were in your 30s or your 40s. You probably had a vision for what you had, uh, you know, seen your retirement to look like, your retirement years. And you probably back then had a vision of being surrounded maybe by your, your, your family and grandkids and maybe, maybe traveling a couple of times a year to places that you actually wanted to travel to. I'm not talking about places like Disney World where you were dragged <laughs> there, you know, because your kids were young and they wanted to go. I'm talking about traveling to places like, uh, like Italy. And, you know, throughout Europe, places where you can, you know, enjoy the food and the, 
you know, uh, things that you you would actually um, get some pleasure out of. So, mm -hmm. you know, let's let's say you had a vision of really just um, maybe helping out your family, you know, while you're retired, uh, because I can tell you in most cases, your kids and grandkids, they would rather spend time uh, with you now as opposed to just inheriting, you know, hundreds of thousands or maybe millions of dollars from you after you pass away. The memories they create with you, they're going to last forever. Money comes and goes. So helping your, your, you know, your grandson or your granddaughter and in, in buying their first car uh, or maybe, maybe taking them on a, on a trip or a cruise or um, doing things that bring the whole family together. Those are the things that, that we want to be focusing in on. And these are the, the memories um, that, that your family wants with you. And my role as a financial advisor is just to take a deeper look and to see how secure your current financial picture might be. And then I also help you develop ways that can help generate this monthly income from your investments so that you can have some additional monthly cash flow, which is designed to last the rest of your life, by the way, no matter how long uh, you should live and no matter what stock market uh, conditions end up uh, being in the future. Because I want to be helping retirees get the most out of their retirement assets. So if you feel like your investments aren't generating enough cash flow, um, I would especially love to talk with you to give you some ideas. Uh, or if you feel like your investments really haven't been growing too much over the past couple of years, um, I'd also love to speak with you to give you some fresh ideas. Um, maybe you have a 401k from a previous job uh, that hasn't been getting the, the attention it deserves. I want to speak with you as well. Uh, maybe you're over 59 and a half. You have a current 401k and you're not in love with the choices. You also may be eligible to do a tax-free rollover, get you into something more suited for you. Um, but the, uh, you know, the bottom line is if you, if, you, if you don't feel comfortable with your current position or even from a tax standpoint, if you feel like you haven't done enough tax planning, for, especially for the likelihood of increased taxes, uh, I would especially love to speak with you to share some ideas. So the number to set up a completely complimentary consultation with me. The number to call now, 610-894-7415. Once again, 610-894-7415. And look, because a, a little planning, just a little bit can make a big difference in your finances when it comes to retirement. And just like we talked about a couple minutes ago, it is certainly worth the time. You know, you might think that you're a little busy right now. The irony is that, you know, in retirement, you're going to have all the time in the world, but you need to, to go ahead and do it ahead of time, you know, put the, the steps in motion so that you can have that that mental shift, you can have that uh, hopefully added uh, peace of mind when it comes to your retirement. 610-894-7415 is the phone number. You can also go online, retirereadyfg.com. Jim, it seems kind of like it's a full-time job to keep up with all the changes that our politicians are making to retirement planning. The Biden administration now has a proposal to change the tax status of the 401k, they want to do a flat 26% tax credit across the board, no matter what bracket you're in, which would help those in lower brackets, but, you know, on the other side of it, hurt those in higher brackets. Can you explain, you know, in, in simple terms what this means? And do you think this is going to discourage people from using the 401k? Well, Chris, look, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news here, <laughs> uh, but, you know, we, we can't keep hiding the fact that here in America, our country has a serious problem with debt. Mm -hmm. Okay, we owe $32 trillion of debt. That's a number that's so large that the average human brain, like everyone listening today, can't comprehend. We have nothing to compare that to. 
But here's a little fun fact. If you were to add up all of the companies of the S&P 500, and I'm talking about the biggest companies that come to mind, like uh, like Amazon, Walmart, Disney, ExxonMobil, um, Microsoft, Coca-Cola, that's what, six companies? Name 494 more. <laughs> okay, you get the point. That's a lot of companies. Uh-huh. And if you were to add them all up, and if a country was able to, was wealthy enough to maybe come together to, to, to buy them or um, come, come up with the money, they would need $33 trillion. Oh. Okay, so if countries like China, God forbid, obviously, any of those, China or Russia and a bunch of other countries banded together and bought all of the companies, they would just write a check for $33 trillion and they would own all 500 of these companies, which they technically could do because these companies are publicly traded and anyone can buy these stocks. But anyways, if they bought all the companies and just cut us a check for $33 trillion, um, and then America deposited that, deposited that in the Treasury, uh, we would just barely, just barely have paid off our nation's debt. <laughs> okay, so that's something that we need to have in the back of our mind is, mm-hmm. as we Americans, especially the, the listeners of our show who are in the, usually in the ages of, uh, you know, their 50s, 60s, or 70s, as, as your retirement accounts continue to grow and crow, just know that there's a big bullseye on your back. Because think of it, they're not going to raise taxes on a young family of four who's making maybe 45 grand a year, who's struggling to put their kids through school and having a hard time making ends meet. They're going to come after people who have built up some wealth. And all that baloney about making the billionaires pay their fair share, it's a joke. They, they already did the math on that. There's only so many billionaires out there. Mm-hmm. And even if you tax the living daylights out of them, it still doesn't put a dent in the nation's debt. So they're going to need to, to keep changing the definition of rich down and down and down until it's likely to, to meet the levels of a lot of folks listening today, Chris. So the good news for people out there is that you may find out that you are, congratulations, you're now rich, you're now considered wealthy, but it's in the eyes of the government. And that just means that they're going to be holding their hand out trying to collect uh, more of your hard-earned money. Yeah, exactly. And this Biden administration, and God knows who's going to get elected uh, next year. But look, this this it's just a proposal, this Biden administration uh, proposal. But what it would do is it would change the current 401k tax deduction into a tax credit. They're two different things. So remember, a tax credit reduces dollar for dollar uh, the taxes that you owe. Uh, so on the surface, that really doesn't seem necessarily like a like a bad thing uh, is what many people are probably thinking. But once again, the administration is coming after people who have worked very hard to get to these high levels of income, um, people who went to school and uh, got their degrees, their graduate degrees, their doctorate degrees, and uh, have opened up their own businesses and gone through all the stress of that. Um, we're talking about those people in the, of the community, you know, really you know, high-level contributing members of our community. Uh, they're going to be viewed as folks that need to give back to others in the community in the form of these creative taxes. So mathematically, here it is. If you're in the 37% tax bracket, let's say, and if you contribute 10 grand uh, to your 401k, you'd be uh, entitled to about a $3,700 tax deduction currently, okay? Okay. But when you're, uh, um, you know, when you compare that to other people that are in the 10% bracket, uh, their $10,000 401k contribution would only entitle them to a $1,000 tax deduction. So the Biden proposal would adjust that $3,700 tax deduction down to a $2,600 tax credit. 
And it would also be a, a similar and exact identical $2,600 tax credit for that same person who's in the 10% tax bracket as well. So they look at it as a way of evening out the, the playing field, essentially. But keep in mind that this is just a proposal at this point. Nothing is official with it yet. Um, but look, I, I personally see this trend, the way they're thinking, you know, I see it continuing, not only the next couple of years, but really for the next couple of decades and beyond, uh, because we can see what they're trying to do here. They're, they're trying to make it as clear as day that they're looking to change the rules with 401ks mm -hmm. because they're, they're looking at, at, you know, as a way that the wealthier uh, folks are just getting wealthier and wealthier and wealthier. And this is just one reason why we bring up that Roth IRA here on the show just about every week, sometimes multiple times on each show, because look, the government typically, um, uh, what they do is they change rules on retirement accounts going forward. Okay, so, so folks who have shifted money into a Roth IRA uh, where they can enjoy tax-free growth, they're likely to be protected, that money anyway, in the event of future changes that might come down the pike. In other words, People are, were usually grandfathered in uh, when the government makes tax uh, changes. And remember, guys, you can make any amount of income and be any age and convert uh, money from your current retirement accounts to a Roth. The, there are, um, you know, there's income limitations on, uh, on contributions. That's different from a conversion. Uh, we're talking a contribution is when you're adding fresh money, like 7,500 bucks, you can only make a certain amount of money. Mm -hmm. uh, but look, there is there's no income limit uh, to shift money. You can be making um, plenty of money and still shift some of your money from your existing IRA or your uh, 401k pre-tax money into a Roth by means of a conversion. And uh, some people have been calling me recently and saying they've, they've been hearing me talk a, a lot about the Roth on the show. And when they ask their financial advisor, the advisor said that the Roth, that's eh, probably not that good of an idea. <laughs> and, and when I asked, when I asked folks what the advisor is basing that on, you know, did they run a report? Please email it to me. I'll check it out and get eyes on it. And, um, you know, I just asked if the other advisor ran any projections on the computer. The answer is almost always that the advisor just shrugged it off and just said, you know, just gave a quick no, you know, that it's not a viable choice. And then those same people, I've run the projections on my computer and, you know, the, they were showing, um, you know, potential lifetime tax savings in the hundreds of thousands of dollars for the same person. Hmm. So, look, if you're looking to, to do the most you can before these tax law changes uh, come into play, which they're likely to do, um, or if you feel like your current advisor might not be taking a deep enough dive into the whole tax part of the, uh, the financial plan, I'd suggest giving my office a call right now because I would love to. I would love to have you know just a chat with you about this. And I have no problem uh, running some projections on my computer to see how we can possibly best position your retirement savings to be paying the IRS the absolute least amount possible throughout your lifetime. And the number to reach my office is 610-894-7415. Once again, 610 894-7415. And this uh, would be for a complimentary Roth IRA projection and a tax plan. 610-894-7415. And someone from my team is, is going to answer the phone. They'll take down your name and number, and they will set up uh, a time for us to, to chat about some of these potential tax minimization strategies uh, for the upcoming week, Chris.
Because even if the uh, current administration or whatever administration down the line doesn't increase taxes over the course of your retirement, that is a very, very big if, by the way. 2025, the end of 2025 is when the current tax rates are set to sunset, and then they're going to revert to the previous administration. That in and of itself is a tax increase. So one way or another, without any planning, you're going to find yourself paying more in taxes just in the coming year. So, uh, and again, as Jim pointed out, $32 trillion in debt. It almost certainly seems like it's, it's not going to stop there. Having a tax strategy in place with your retirement is, is critical, I think, when it comes to your overall retirement quality. So this conversation is certainly worth having. 610-894-7415. All right. You probably did not win billions or millions from the latest big lottery jackpot, probably not for a lack of trying, but many stand to inherit a sizable sum from their parents' retirement savings and assets, another windfall in and of itself. The inheritance stands uh, for more than just a windfall, though. It represents time, sacrifice, and a lifetime of discipline, good decisions. Jim, how do you help clients be wise standards of, of any assets they might in- inherit? Can you help them leave behind, you know, a similar legacy uh, for their own family? Yeah, well, uh, look, you know, let's, let's, let's put, you know, tell it as it is, you know, here you are, you're in your 50s, you're in your 60s, 70s. And let's say you've done what you believe to be a pretty good job in preparing for retirement. And heck, let's say even if you've, you know, if you think you've just done a mediocre job saving for retirement, no difference. Um, you know, it's same like if you've built up some some, you know, sizable assets over the years, we're, we're all in that same boat, but we've all built up something. But let's say you've have you have IRAs between you and your wife, maybe you have some annuities in there, some 401ks, and maybe you have your home and a vacation home. OK, mm-hmm. and and you look back over the past 30 or 40 years and you you think about how far you've made it. Um, you know, what was the deck maybe was stacked against you in your earlier portions of your life. And, and you think about all of your hard work, the hours of dedication that you've put into your career. You know, you think about those late nights at the office or the sitting in rush hour traffic or, you know, when there's an accident on 95 and you're just sitting there, you know, you know, there's those deadlines, you know, that we had to put up with at work. I mean, things were not a cakewalk. Okay. And, and time certainly got really, really tough at certain points of your career. But what did you do? You pushed through. And now here you are, you're feeling pretty good about where you are and where your finances stand today. So you're probably thinking you're all set and there's nothing more to do with your finances other than to just let them continue to, to, to build and grow. And that is exactly what the IRS wants you to do. Mm-hmm. The IRS does not want to, uh, they don't give us any help or any guidance um, they don't give us any maps to charting out, you know, how we can pay the least amount of taxes on our assets and how we can transfer that money to our family with paying the least. Because the fact of the matter is that all of the money in your big retirement account, that money needs to come back out of that retirement account. Those are those required minimum distributions. All of that money is eventually going to be taxed as income. Okay, so the next time you're holding your your statement in your hand and feeling pretty good about that balance, just know that the IRS still needs to take their share. Uh, And it's our job to make sure the IRS gets the absolute least while we keep the absolute most of that money. And the big problem I'm seeing is that these big financial firms, yeah, I'm going to call them out. They're they're the ones investing our 401ks where these big monies are, are invested. Vanguard. Yeah. Fidelity. Yeah, you too. Uh, they're usually not giving any tax advice or any guidance uh, to their clients. And, you know, look, they just don't make any money by having their phone representatives answering calls uh, on tax related questions. It's not in their business model. They're investment companies. 
They, they make money off investing your money. They're not tax advisors. So uh, since taxes are really just not being discussed, I'm finding that too many, so many people really are in the dark. Um, and people who should be doing the planning are doing very little. And sometimes they're not doing any planning at all, Chris. You know, it is a bit of a gamble on the government's part. They're, they're banking on people to not do anything, to just kind of go with the status quo. But in the case of this, this analogy, well, the, the government, they're the casino. And, and what do they say? You know, the house always wins. So if, if you don't do anything, then in the long run, they're going to end up uh, reaping more of, of your hard-earned savings. But, but there are things that people can do right now. We're not talking about tax avoidance. That is, that is illegal, of course. <laughs> we'll go get that out there. But tax mitigation strategies to make sure you get to keep as much as possible, right? Absolutely. It's, it's in our right to be able to plan ahead. And, and look, one more thing to make matters worse. I just I'm just thinking uh, a lot of accountants, um, they're not running these detailed tax planning projections for folks. Um, they're good at getting your tax return done for the year. And then they're on to the next client to complete their tax return. That's their job. Uh, and we have a lot of brilliant CPAs, sharp people, tax preparers right here in our in our area. But when I ask everyday folks who I'm interacting with and I say, hey, uh, can I take a look at your tax plan, not your tax return, your tax plan? Ninety five percent of people are telling me they don't have one. They give mm. me a blank stare. And since the IRS is going to absolutely be taking money from our 401ks, unless, of course, we give it away to a charity. That's one way to avoid taxes, sure. give the money away. But just about anything else. If we use that money for ourselves for withdrawals or to, to hand down to our family, the IRS is going to get paid and we can keep kicking that can down the lane uh, because sometimes, uh, you know, the, the balances look get bigger and bigger. Uh, but that's oftentimes makes the tax problem even worse because now your balances are extremely large and the IRS can also capture a very large percentage of this balance in one way or another. Uh, then, you know, they can capture larger balances is if your RMDs happen to fall into higher tax brackets um, and they can also capture larger portions of your retirement account if you pass away. And if your sons and daughters inherit uh, your retirement accounts, because that big balance has to be claimed as income on your sons and daughters tax returns. And if they're in their 50s or 60s, when they inherit that money, let's say you pass away in your mid 80s or around that area, your your sons and daughters in their 50s, or 60s, they might already be in a high tax bracket themselves. Mm -hmm. So that means that your IRA and 401k money is likely to be stacked right on top of their incomes, which can also trigger those very high tax brackets. We're going up to thirty nine point six in in less than two and a half years. And there are ways absolutely that we can plan ahead so that we can possibly minimize these levels of taxation um, you know and other assets also that you have accumulated they can benefit from proper planning too you know when you think about it you know you know how the average americans like us how are we supposed to know about all of these tax planning strategies they don't teach it to us in school not like we would uh, remember it anyway <laughs> we were in school 30 or 40 years ago a lot of folks and CPAs, if, uh, if they're only doing your current year's tax return and not teaching us how to minimize future taxes in uh, places like Vanguard and Fidelity, if they're not teaching us and we sure as heck know that the IRS isn't teaching us a darn thing. In fact, it's the it's us versus the IRS when it comes to arming ourselves with knowledge on on how taxes can impact us and how to minimize them. 
But luckily, there's some financial advisors out there like myself that are truly taking the time to teach folks some of these tax strategies. So what I'm going to do at this point in the show is to offer something very important, very powerful for our listeners. And if you're listening right now, and if you're in between the age of 50 and 75, and if you have saved $250,000 or more for retirement, not including your real estate, then what I want you to do is grab a pen and grab a piece of paper or grab your phone. Because what I'm going to do is offer the next five people who call into the show, I'm going to offer them their very own custom built, 100% tailored to your particular situation, a comprehensive retirement, investment, and most importantly, a tax plan. And I'm going to show you ways in this uh, plan to help you um, potentially maximize your uh, Social Security benefits, show you how to create income from your retirement investments. Uh, we can discuss some investments also that are currently offering these above average interest rates, uh, thanks to this high level of inflation. And we can also discuss, I'm going to show you these, these, uh, these Roth IRAs and the Roth conversions. We're going to do projections on that. This is also that you could be best positioned to be able to collect that tax-free income from those Roths in retirement, especially if tax rates or when, air quotes here, uh, tax rates go up, because we already know they're going up, like you said, Chris, in a, less than two and a half years mm -hmm. after these Trump tax cuts go away. And um, that's what this financial plan is also going to be really um, focused on really heavily on these tax minimization strategies to potentially help your situation. And best of all is that I'm going to be personally building this for you. You're going to have my 25 years of experience. I'm also an accredited investment fiduciary. I'm obligated to put the best interest of my clients first. So the number to call right now, 610-894-7415. That's 610-894-7415. Someone will answer the phone on the other end on my team. They're going to take down your name and phone number. This is only going to be a two-minute phone call today. Okay, so if you're busy, if you're in the middle of running a bunch of errands, go ahead and make the call. Take me up on this offer because I don't know many financial advisors with 25 years of experience who are fiduciaries who are doing these types of things complimentary. So here's your chance. I'd love to help you out with it, especially if you haven't had a financial plan or a tax plan run in a while. This will be a great exercise for you. The number, one last time, 610-894-7415. If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call. 610-894-7415 or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Cipriati, Pennsylvania Insurance License 366900. 
Investment advisory services offered through Impact Partnership Wealth, LLC, a Securities and Exchange Commission registered investment advisor firm. IPW and Retire Ready Financial Group are non-affiliated firms. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators. It does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Investing involves risk. There's always the potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Asset allocation, diversification, and rebalancing do not ensure a profit or protect against loss in declining markets. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. IPW, its affiliates, and its investment advisor representatives do not provide legal tax or accounting advice. You should consult your legal and or tax professionals before making any financial decisions. Please be advised that you may conduct securities transactions only by speaking directly with your investment advisor representative, either by phone or in person.